Rise and shine, it's Dawn and Steve time. Get in touch anytime, 800-555-7898. And you're going to want to use that number to get those Israel and Bible questions in for Malcolm Henning, who joins us one hour from now. First up, though, the devotional. And if you want to get your hands on it, just text the word DEVO, D-E-V-O, to that same number, 800-555-7898. I'm having just a deja vu moment. No, no, no. More like a flashback. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Briggs said, Rise and Shine. I used to host a show called Rise and Shine. Oh. Way, way back in the day. Way huh? back in the day. Way, way back in the day. I think that one started in 2007 and went through 2013. Okay. Uh, I always kind of like the name of that that program because that's what you do. I mean, rise. Sure. I, I, rise to shine, maybe. Well, I, knowing you. You it was could have been named Rise and Shine or it could have been uh, Rise and Sparkle. Either one. <laughs> we could have done it Either that way. Either one would work. Yeah, I, I also suggested Moody Mama in the morning for that season, and for whatever reason, my station manager just would not. Sign they up. didn't go for that one. I'm shocked. <laughs> I it's loved a good alliteration, it, isn't it? Moody Mama in the morning, and I thought, you know, you've got the double play on words there. Uh-huh. I I thought that was a good fit, especially for early in the morning. Why not? A lot of us are very moody in the morning. <laughs> It, it it just fit. However, we decided to go with Rise and Shine. I even have a tea towel his wife got me that has, like, I think a rooster crowing on it and Rise and Shine. I just, I, I love that. So well, That's yeah. good. Little throwback this morning. Yeah. Did you rise and shine the past couple of mornings? Yeah. I, it was later than the norm. Okay. It was still fairly early, I think. I mean, it was during the 6 o'clock hour I got up. But, yeah, it just uh, not having to slide into work was a little bit nice. Yeah, a Plenty little cold. Uh, inclement weather. Yeah. It got kind of dicey around here. And I know if you live in the north, it's really difficult to understand. But when I tell you that we just don't have the equipment. Steve, when I went home on Monday, I saw... I saw a front loader on I-24 scraping the road and a pickup truck behind it. I've never seen this before. I've lived in the South. I've lived in the South more than I've lived in the North. Uh And I have never, ever seen this ever in my days. And had I not been on a busy highway, I I would have tried to get a photo of that. It was just like, wait a minute. What am I seeing right now? Welcome to snow removal in the (laughs) South, huh? I, I just, Yeah. Especially growing up here in in Kentucky and then living down here in Tennessee for, wow. I mean, we're going closing in on 19 years. Wow. And I have never seen a front loader and a pickup truck scraping a major highway. Now, you see them in parking lots and all that. Yeah, right. I even saw that in Michigan. Not a highway. <laughs> I just, I was like, okay, I think that it explains to me where TDOT is. It, it, we're just, um, because last year. Not equipped. Not equipped. Last year, I remember we had a snowstorm, and TDOT did a, a fantastic job. I was really, really impressed. And then this year, I think I've seen one plow, one salt truck. Me too. So I, yeah, I'm not sure if it just hit too wide of a swath of land. I'm not sure what happened. But yeah, so we've been snowed in for a couple of days. 
Yeah. And now we're back live. We're back. And uh, I hope that wherever you were, if you were snowed in, that you got the chance to enjoy that a little bit. I got to enjoy watching my kids play in the snow <laughs> while I sat inside watching through the window with my nice hot cup of coffee. And said, man, it looks like they're having a good time. And I am so glad I'm not out there with them right now. Are you now? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Couldn't, couldn't make the memories and get out there for the... No. Oh, they, they had a great time I'm doing sure. their own thing. Exactly. So I got to get a little work done looking out the window with my cup of coffee and getting some work done. And uh, everybody won that way. Yeah, it is. I got stuff done. They had a good time. I didn't have to get cold. We like those win-wins. Yeah, exactly. Well, this morning, we're going to talk about a new life. And you're going to take us, looks like, to the book of 2 Corinthians. This is such a great verse. 2 Corinthians 5.17 to remind you, to remind me who we are when we are in Christ. And that's what the verse says. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now to walk in the truth of that verse, what, what will it look like? Because you don't become a Christian by asking Jesus into your heart. You become a Christian when you are born again. Jesus said, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And you can study out John 3, verse 3 there in just the context of John 3. Saying a prayer, making a public commitment, signing a decision card, that does not save you. Only being born again will do that. Here's what the Apostle Paul said. You are in Christ. The old things, they've passed away. In the moment of your salvation, every sin you've ever committed is forgiven. What a transaction. Think about it. Every sin you have ever committed, I have ever committed, forgiven. And it's because of the work of Christ. So healing for the hurt that we have suffered, it's available. Love, acceptance, they are yours despite every failure you've ever experienced. Again, it's not on you. It's on Christ. Your past, no matter how difficult, no matter how painful, completely and thoroughly provided for. Now, walking in that truth, that may be another story. Because some will seek to diminish the awesome reality of your spiritual rebirth. They may even say to you, I know you're a Christian. But you're going to need years of counseling to overcome the hurts that you've experienced. Now, it could be that some counseling is going to be helpful to understand. But here's the truth of it. Christ can meet you in that need and give you the peace that passes understanding. Because he has accounted for everything on the cross. On the cross. And you may be born again and continue to struggle with sin. And hopefully you're going to eventually gain victory over those areas in your life because of the weakness. That could be another message that you're receiving from well-intended friends. But the problem is we seek these changes on our own. Rather than turning our lives over in faith to the one who has given us this new life that we're talking about here in 2 Corinthians 5.17, the profound testimony of scripture is that the blood of Christ, let this stand as truth for you today. The blood of Christ, the death of the son of God is sufficient to completely free you from sin. Satan, maybe others continuing to try to convince you that is not truth. So we have to choose today. Who are we going to believe? Do we believe what Jesus has said? 
that if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. The old has passed away. All things have become new. Are we going to listen to the enemy or the reasoning of man who is not trusting 2 Corinthians 5.17 either? This devotional, it is on our Facebook page, which is Don and Steve in the morning. And Devo is the keyword, 800-555-7898. Oh, I don't think I'm capable of sparkle this early in the morning. <laughs> you don't? No, nah, I don't think so. No? Oh, no okay. No. What You're about? you to sparkle. Those earrings, they sparkle enough. Oh, I forgot. I forgot I had these on. And that tiara. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the sparkle covered already, my all friend. All right. All right. All right. We'll, we'll stay in our lane then. Okay. Uh, stay in your lane. When you were a kid, did you have a favorite toy? Oh, at at different times, different toys. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There wasn't one that kind of stayed with you for maybe... I don't know, toddlerdom through. You know, nothing that really stands out as, you know, this was my favorite toy for years and years and years. I mean, maybe my parents would be able to look back and say, oh, yeah, it was that. But for me, no, I think at different times uh, it was different things. Legos certainly would have been Mm -hmm. a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, My bike would probably be top of the list. But, yeah, in, in terms of a specific toy, cap guns. (laughs) <laughs> at one point yeah okay i'm i'm leaning toward a stuffed animal here did you have a favorite stuffed animal i mean when i was really little <laughs> bike yeah gun. yeah it's true no I, those are all great like interactive toys you can use them i i guess i'm thinking more of the a softer stuffed animal stuffed animal did you do a stuffed... i guess i, I have to ask i did pa Ma Hiller. i did yes uh, i had a little stuffed bunny Aww. that was yeah it was yellow yeah. Yep. Little stuffed yellow bunny that when I was really little, that was my thing. Yep. <laughs> so cute. That's so cute. Today is a day that we celebrate what my favorite one was. And it just kind of so happens to be because Janu- January 18th, spitting it out here, January 18th is a birthday of, we would know him as a famous author. Okay. But he created a character that lives on. If you think about 1882. Was the birth year of A.A. A. Milne and Winnie the Pooh lives on. Wow. Isn't that something? What a legacy. Yeah. That is something to me. I remember as a kid, this is how Winnie the Pooh came to be one of my favorites. My grandparents had um, all of the Disney stories uh-huh. on vinyl. Okay. Yep. So and did it have cool. the little chime where you uh, like read along book two or was it just the audio story? I'm, I'm too old for that. Okay. <laughs> No, this was merely vinyl. Okay. There were no books yet. I mean, there were books like the story. <laughs> you, you grew up before books? Wow. <laughs> I told you I was old. Me, Methuselah, were hey, like this. You guys are tight. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Before it was marketed like that, okay. where there was vinyl and books, and maybe we were just, you know, they didn't get, maybe that was available, but they just got the vinyl. I don't know. I just remember sitting in their living room as a kid and opening up that really big console, you oh, know, when record like players furniture. were furniture. Yep. Yes. And then they would help me get the vinyl on. I would listen to Winnie the Pooh and uh, Pinocchio and all the different things that we had on vinyl. That started my love for Winnie the Pooh. And I, I kept it for years. Even my children all have dressed up as Winnie the Pooh at one time or another because I bought the costume. Uh-huh. And so I thought, well, if I spent that much for that costume, they're all, they're all going to wear it. it. <laughs> and I did. So I have all three kids at some point in that Winnie the Pooh costume. So is Pooh Bear your favorite Winnie the Pooh character? 
Well, yes, but when I was a kid, I really loved Eeyore. What's not to love? <laughs> not that it matters. <laughs> I can't decide why I loved Eeyore, whether I just had compassion for him or I just resonated with him. But whatever <laughs> it was, I always thought Eeyore, especially the original, you know, as he got whinier, I'm not sure. But yeah. just the, the original character of Eeyore, I loved him. The only one that frustrated me or whatever was Rabbit. I was like, oh, okay, Rabbit was annoying. come on. <laughs> Tigger was awesome. Get it together. I wanted Tigger to hang with Tigger. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's Winnie the Pooh Day, but that made me wonder if you, my Moody Radio friend, had a stuffed animal. I'm gonna because I might get bicycles and cap guns. And, uh, right. Which is fine. But I'm wondering the name of your stuffed animal. Because most of us as little ones, we had one. We had a stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you have one? I I did, but the one that I really loved was a little rubbery squeak toy. You would think it was a dog's toy or something, but okay. for whatever reason, I got a hold of this little thing and it was a lion. It was probably about as big as your hand. And I called it Wyan because I couldn't say my L's when I was real little. Yeah. So Wyan was my thing. Wyan the lion. Wyan until the rubber broke down. And <laughs> I mean, yeah. I loved it well. Loved it well. But I've had many Pooh Bears, love those, uh, and Care Bears. All right. What was your favorite toy? Mm-hmm. Your favorite stuffed animal growing up? Love to know this morning. 800-555-7898 to send that in or call in. 800-555-7898. It's Don and Steve in the morning. This Thursday morning. Had to do a double <laughs> take know, here right? with, uh, you know, the past couple of days being inclement weather days. Yes. And uh, working from home. Like, okay, what? it's back in the studio today. What day is it? I don't know. Well, if you're waking up this morning, it is Thursday the 18th, and that is... Winnie the Pooh Day. Come on. And so, uh, Sabrina, appreciate uh, your picture of your Winnie the Pooh coffee mug this morning. Looks pretty good. Yep. And uh, I know Don is a big fan. Winnie the Pooh, favorite, favorite, uh, one of your favorite toys, characters ever. So that's got us asking the question what is your favorite stuffed animal? Did you have one? Maybe as a kid, what was its name? 800 555 7898. You said that uh, Winnie the Pooh has kind of an interesting story. It, uh, I think this is intriguing because I love Pooh Bear so much. But we see uh, since 1882, that's when A.A. A. Milne was born, January 18th. And so he then would grow up and have a son. Guess what his son's name was? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Christopher. What, Christopher Robin. Okay. That's a real person, and that was AA's son. Then Christopher Robin, during World War One would go to the London Zoo. So there's our British connection for our resident Brit. <laughs> he would go to the London Zoo and see a black bear named Winnie. So you've got Christopher Robin, you've got Winnie. There was also a swan named Pooh. Okay. So Milne takes his creativity and weaves these characters together, and we get Winnie the Pooh. Nice. Nice. I do think this is so fun. Well, that black bear, because I didn't know that this was happening today, but just the, the past couple of days, we ended up watching this movie about that black bear called Winnie. No kidding. And I was just scrolling around and, and found that and started watching that with the kids. And that black bear was raised by a military company from the time it was a cub. Wow. His mom was killed. They took it in, became the mascot, and eventually it got too big. They're going out to the front lines, couldn't bring a bear with them, so they ended up. <laughs> Giving really? it to the London Zoo. <laughs> yeah. And so this bear was like super domesticated 
and kids would be able to go right up to the cage. It would eat ice cream off their ice cream wow. cones through the cage, the whole thing. And uh, the, the soldier who kind of took him in and raised him, if you will, since yeah. he was this little cub drinking out of a bottle, um, he would go back and visit him every once in a while and would still climb in the cage with Winnie. And that yeah, just kind of so a, a cute little story. Yes. So, so I just, I love, you know, based on kind of real life things and then endearing to us for years, uh, Disney got a hold of Winnie the Pooh, took right. the hyphen out of the name and everything that happened in the 60s. And of course, Milne's stories have been translated to over 50 languages and considered a classic uh, child story. Do you know? I was just thinking. I with listening to the stories on vinyl after Disney had gotten a hold of them, and watching different movies and all the characters. I don't know that I've ever read the book. Okay. Which is kind of strange. Either. If we did as a kid, I don't recall it. Well, you already established the fact they didn't have books back then. <laughs> they, <laughs> I I I didn't have the little read along books. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Now, I did have, what are the golden ones? You know, the golden spines? Uh-huh. They're like the golden books or something golden like book, that. Golden book, I think. Yes. I, I did get those uh, as I was a kid, but I don't recall them matching up with Disney's uh, vinyls that yeah. I would listen to the stories on. But Winnie the Pooh Day just kind of takes you back in your memory. Kathy, you said you love Winnie the Pooh. And your favorite, your boy's favorite, love those stuffed animals, especially two little bunnies. <laughs> Nice. And the tummies when you'd squeeze them, now I lay me down to sleep prayer. Oh, that's sweet. Steve likes that because, Steve, your favorite was a bunny. I had a bunny. You had a bunny named yeah. what? Coco. Coco the yellow bunny? It was yellow. <laughs> it had a white belly. Uh-huh. Um, and by the time I was done with that thing, it was like the Velveteen Rabbit, right? Right. It, it was real. Like, on f- the fur or whatever it was was rubbed off half of it. It was probably missing an eye. I don't remember. I, I remember the nose was all mangled up and everything. Uh-huh. But yeah, that was my rabbit. That my, was my bunny. My little brother, he had a bear. And as you describe Coco the bunny and how well loved, it reminds me of my brother's bear. It would make noise. I, I can't even, like, something you've not heard unless you are of this generation. It, it, Cannot be emulated today, I don't think, but it was some kind of little thing in the tummy that sounded like almost a um, like a glockenspiel or something like that. It it had tones to it. Okay. And then he, of course, loved it well. One of the eyes was missing, fur rubbed off, and but yeah, man, you knew that that was that was the the stuffed animal. That was the thing. That yeah. was, and you don't leave home without it. Oh. No, or go to bed without it. Nope. I mean, my kids have had little stuffed animals, too. And mm-hmm. at, they're coming out of that stage now. But, you know, at one point in time, you were not going to sleep until that little stuffed doggy was in that bed or yes. in that crib. My yeah. 17-year-old still loves stuffed animals, completely loves them, and will accept them as gifts. And sure. I'm I'm of the mindset you are not getting any more stuffed animals till some are purged. And so she'll look at them, and she can't figure out which ones have to go. I'm like, no, we're not doing any more. No, I took mine to college. Uh, did you really? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> I think my sister did too. Mm-hmm. For huh. a couple of years. I think maybe my junior year, I might have said, okay, I guess I won't do this anymore. But I had uh, quite the plethora of Care Bears, and okay. they all went to college with me. Uh, all of them? Mm-hmm. Not just one? Nope. Oh, yep. oh okay. Yep. Yep.
and how did that go over? Fine. Okay. Yeah. My roommate was from my hometown and she knew me and she was didn't think a thing about it. She teased me about it, but it was fine. She was just like, of course you do. Um, yeah. I would have teased you about it too. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, it's, it's fun though to think about those stuffed animals that we loved so well. I, if you had one, share with us. 800-555-7898. Well, we're glad you're with us this morning and some of you texting in with your uh, favorite stuffed animal as a kid, its name and what that was. If you want to do that, 800-555-7898. On this kind of cold, but kinda. warmer than what it has been True. the past few days, Thursday morning. A couple mornings we got up, and man, I thought I moved away from the cold when we moved down here. But it was cold. It was like zero degrees walking yes. outside. Yesterday, yesterday, when I woke up and I checked the temperature here in this area, my our town, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, was negative one. And then I checked... Who did I check? Oh, Dubuque, Iowa, where our oldest lives, it was one. Okay. One degree. So we were colder than Dubuque, Iowa yesterday morning. Well, at that point in time, yes. But I <laughs> right, right. <laughs> was looking, you know, where some of my family lives, and it was a good 15 to 20 degrees warmer here For sure. over the past several days than what they got. And um, I got a message from my dad last night. Talking about the fact that they had like 23 inches of snow Wow! where they live in Iowa. I think we got maybe eight and a half inches of snow and that shut us down because they're not equipped for that here. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, 23 inches of snow, you know, wind chills like well, well below zero into the 20 and 30 degree below zero stuff. So just nasty in certain parts of the country. And, uh, yeah, I'm still trying to warm up around here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, yesterday I wondered if we were going to have to start putting on more layers in the house. I was in the kitchen. Of course, Ben works from home. So power is really important. He was in the middle of this training class and everything goes dark. The power, yes, the power just power in the cold. Yes. Now this was after we woke up to no no hot water. So we woke up yesterday morning. We had water, but it was cold. So I knew that it wasn't catastrophic because we did have water running. Yeah. It's just that the hot water was not. So we were trying to figure that out. He was up under the house and. You know, all the things. And then, um, but we ended up having to call folks to come and figure it out for us. Meanwhile, we had to call the electric company because several houses on our street lost power. So it was quite the adventurous day yesterday. Was it a transformer? I was glad to be home. Um, You know, as I left to come to the station a little bit later in the day, I saw the electric company out there and I almost stopped to say, what happened? And I was like, you know what? No, it's too cold to roll down my window. Uh, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna just go on to work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. I just know that some of us on the street, because I was checking on all my neighbors, and my next door neighbor, if you're looking at my house to the left, uh-huh. Lisa, she said, "Oh, we have power." Okay. Oh, but the neighbors to the right, they too were out of power. So I was like, wow, that's that's very, very strange. Because as I checked, those on around us, n- nobody had power. So I guess a few houses kept it. Okay. And a few houses didn't. Maybe they were 
on a slightly different grid of some sort. Got the paint. Yeah, Must that is kind of weird. Is all I know is I thought, okay, Lord, we, you know, I'm glad we have some clothes. We can go put those on. How long this will last? I just always feel for people who are out and oh, you don't realize how dependent you, oh, you are on it until yeah. it's gone. Right? Oh yeah, well, because I went, <laughs> I went to leave for the station and I hit the um, I hit the the garage door opener. Yeah, and it didn't work. And I'm like, well, is it frozen? So I hit it again and again, and then I realized, Don, you have no power. That's a uh, problem. That is a problem. That's yeah. Uh, it, I, <laughs> you heat and power, they kind of go hand in hand, but yeah. both are very, very helpful. It's the Don and Steve of the morning. It's your favorite stuffed animal that we're asking about today. 800-555-7898. Moody Radio. Good morning.